Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. with his game now like when you when you're watching him you know deliver on the field everything you kind of work on behind the scenes where, where is he where is he had his breakthroughs you know what I think uh, the familiarity with the, the offense um, I think the confidence that the, the coaches um, give him to be like hey it's okay you know if you see it and you make a decision to throw it there you know, we're going to stand behind you. As long as you can explain, you know, why you did it and what you saw, then you know, if, if you're good with it, then we're good with it. So I think that confidence right there, you know, um, has given Jordan, um, you know, the, the, what you're seeing out on the field. I think that's a big part of it. Like those incompletions were almost more impressive than the completions. Like when he was doing it in the backfield, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, those those some pretty incredible footballs he threw. That's that was really exciting to see. You know, I mean, it's it's such a you know playing quarterback. You know, you know, one week people are just on on you know either in love with you or they hate you, and then the next week they're like love you again or they hate you again. You know what I mean? Just what you did, you know, that previous uh, that previous week. You know, so I mean. He had some uh, some a uh, couple of rough throws against San Francisco. I mean, and that's stuff that we we worked on. You know, just when we talked about you know, and when you miss, if you're going to throw the ball outside the, the 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 numbers, like make sure you miss outside and put your body in the correct position to to throw guys open. So it's if it's not on the money, it's going out of bounds, but it's out of arm's way of that defender. Um, and so, you know, I, I shot him a text after, you know, after after that game, just said, hey, we got to go back to the fundamentals. And and then and we always talk to, you know, whether it's Jordan or any other quarterback that I train. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the offseason or during our workouts, we build ourselves a mental checklist of things you need to think about right before you throw. So in our sessions, um, it's not a high pressure 
pass rushers running at you, defenses rotating this is this. So you can think about those things on your checklist that I want you to execute while you're dropping, while you're making that throw. And I believe that things that are not muscle memory, you actually have to think about it in order for your body to do it. So that's the time to do it. And that's the time when you actually have time to really think about it and go, okay, man. So as I'm dropping, hey, Coach Calhoun wants me to make sure I get my shoulders out in front of this receiver to the sideline so I can make sure I can throw throw them open. So we create that muscle memory, you know, during the offseason and, and during our, our sessions. And then that's when you see it trans, uh, translates into games. But sometimes you need a little reminder of that, you know. So it was good. It was good to see um, him come back that next weekend and make some really nice throws. That's such a great point. I had never really thought of it like that. Making a mental checklist, but as you yes. kind of like step up to the line of scrimmage, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, so <laughs> when you're in the game, your, your checklist is different. Like, okay. Uh, where are the safeties at? Okay, where does the outside linebackers? You know, you start. Okay, man, is it over front? Is it an under front? Is it a three four? You know, it's a different checklist when you're in game versus when we're in our sessions. So um, it's it's. Um, but when we're in our session, we can really focus on little details like, okay, make sure our shoulders are outside or outside the numbers and really in front. You know, by the time if and and I talked to Jordan about. If you look at the receiver and you throw the ball, by the time the ball gets there, it's going to be behind him. So I had talked to him about using full field vision. And one point was if I'm throwing the ball to the sideline, I want to look. um, This I got to give you this visual, Tyler. Okay, if I'm throwing to my left, to my left sideline, I talked to him about, okay, with my left eye, I'm looking to where I want to throw the ball. And with my right eye, I'm just tracking that receiver into that window. Because if I, if I turn my head and look at the receiver, by the time I throw the ball and, you know, and the ball gets there, it's behind him. So if I just throw the ball to where my left eye is looking, by the time the ball gets there, you know, the whole mesh point with the ball and where the receiver, you know, is going to be, it all matches up. So we really worked a lot of that. Um, you know, because when you turn, if you look at the receiver, your shoulders turn back towards the receiver and it ends up being behind him. So we really worked a lot on that. And uh, the other thing is um, I had talked to Coach LaFleur about at the at the combine and then actually uh, a, the year, a year ago. I was talking about, you know, Jordan's balance um, as he's delivering the football. And one of the things we both notice is that when he plants his left foot, his left heel doesn't come down on the ground. So he's throwing the ball basically on the ball of his toes, you know what I'm saying, on the ball of his foot. And it's hard to have balance through your delivery when you're transferring weight to your front foot. If your left foot's not flat on the ground, that it cause balance issues. And if there's no balance, there's no, there's no accuracy. So my whole thing was always, you know, through this off season and last year was like, hey, flat left foot, flat left foot, flat left foot. And so that was another thing on his checklist besides, you know, using his eyes to really keep, you know, the ball out in front of, uh, of receivers. I mean, those are two massive upgrades. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... Those are huge. Yeah. Huge. I mean, as you're yeah. explaining it, I'm sitting here, uh, I'm actually like in my, in my truck talking, and I'm like looking out into the woods, trying to see with two, 
two different things with both of my eyeballs. I've never even thought of it like that, but you really can. Yeah. <laughs> you really can. You really can. Because as soon as you look at the receiver, and, and it sounds a little bit weird, like, I'm like, hey, if you look at the receiver both with both your eyes, by the time you get the, the ball there, it's going to be behind him. Yeah. So I said, it sounds a little bit like uh, like a chameleon splitting his eyes a little, just a little bit. You know, it sounds a little weird at first, but when you do it, do it live and you focus and you trust it and you go, God, man, that ball's out in front of him every time. Whether it's a crossing route going across the middle. So if the receiver starts on the left side of me and he runs like a 10-yard in, so now it's my right eye looking to where I want to throw the ball and it's my left eye tracking the receiver to that window where I'm throwing the ball. Okay, Because my shoulders never turn back towards the receiver and then when I throw the ball, it would be behind him. So it's really using, it forces the, uh, the quarterback to use full field vision. And he wasn't doing that before? Uh, he was not. He was not. Sometimes, sometimes he would do it, and just because you know he's a he's a he's a good quarterback and he's a good athlete, and he's able just to make throws. Like even when his shoulders were not outside the receiver, he can still make that adjustment with the arm and still be able to get the ball outside in front of the receiver. But it just wasn't consistent. My God, how did how did you pick up on that yourself? Like, where did you learn this? With the first with the eyes, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, it's just come through. You know, my 19 years of, of training quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, running running armed and dangerous, and you really just have to think outside the box on how you get quarterbacks to do what you're asking them to do. You know, it, it, it's not as simple as hey, throw the ball out in front of them. Keep you know. You can say, hey, keep your shoulders in front of them. But if you don't talk about the eyes, what if your eyes are normally connected to your front shoulder, then it doesn't work. So just, you know, thinking outside the box, you know, trying to come up with creative ways to, to help him, you know, um, be successful on each play that he's throwing the ball. Did, is, it, is it common? Like, I've never heard that before. I've talked to a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of coaches. I've never heard it broken down like that. I mean, to your knowledge, like how... How common is that eye usage? I'm, I've never heard of it. Um, I, I haven't heard anybody talk about it. You know, and I've been working, you know, working down at the Manning Passing Academy for 10 years. And I mean, we talk a ton about quarterbacks. I get a chance to talk to, you know, Archie and Peyton and Mr. Manning. And uh, I mean, I mean, Archie, I mean, Eli. Peyton and Mr. Manning. Mm-hmm. I don't like to call him Archie, even though, you know, <laughs> we've, we've been friends, but, you know, he, he deserves that respect. Um, and all the other quarterback coaches, you know, from, you know, David Morris that runs QB Country and Tony Rassiopi, you know, who works with Test Football and, and, and Trey's guys and uh, up in New Jersey, New York. You know, we always talk ball, and, you know, no one has used that analogy. Um, and so it was just something that just kind of popped in my head. I'm like, how can I get quarterbacks to continue to miss, to continue to throw guys open, whether they're running the out route or a in route. And it just popped in my head and, and it's been successful. That's, that's unbelievable, man. I, I love it. It's uh, And you're, because I mean, you can see the difference in Jordan's play. I mean, with throwing guys open and hitting guys on yeah. the run. I mean, it's, yes. it's, it's the preseason. I, I get it, but these are next level NFL type of plays that he's going to have to make as a starter. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And with the yeah. foot, like how did you kind of get that going too? And I, and I guess it's just repetition like when you're working together, but whether it's the eye stuff or even with that front foot, um, how did you kind of re- rewire that with him? You, you know, um, um, the biggest thing is just 
I, I told Jordan, I said, hey, when you stride into your throw, I want your whole left foot to hit the ground flat. Mm-hmm. And even though he's thinking about it, the foot actually doesn't do it, but it does go b- toes, ball of your foot, heel down. And it goes like, bam, 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 like in three, like three rhythmic movements. Yeah. How your toe, toe, ball of your foot, and then your heel hits. But I'm telling him, like, dude, like, really exaggerate the foot, like, being flat, being flat, being flat. So we would actually break it down just to warm up. I would have him, um, whether he's at the top of his drop where his last crossover step is, he would cross over with his left foot, you know, over his right foot, plant the right foot, step flat, okay, where he would pause, he would step flat, pause, and then deliver the ball. So there was a pause in between the throw. So you can really feel how the foot is flat on the ground. Yeah. Or I would just have him start from a, uh, a stance at the top of the drop. And I would be like, okay, stride, stride with the foot flat, pause. So you can really, so it's all about the body really feeling the movement. Okay, stride, pause with the foot flat. So you can feel it flat on the ground. And now push your weight, push your, your weight from your back foot, transfer it to the front foot and throw the ball. So it's that breakdown at the top of the route top of the drop or starting into your throw to get the muscle memory down like okay now let's go ahead and go a three-step drop and i'm just always okay what's on your mental checklist flat left foot okay flat left foot and if your brain's telling your body to do it that's how you change things that are not muscle memory you know what i mean that's how you create the muscle memory and he got to that point then with creating that that muscle memory. Like by the time you kind of sent him back to to Matt Lafleur of the Packers, did you did you see him turn that corner? Um, I seen I seen him turn the corner. Yeah, definitely. But it's a constant thing. It's yeah. a constant thing you have to do. Um, I call them DDDs. You know, everyday drills. And I'm like, this is how you warm up. You know, if you get out there five minutes earlier or whenever you guys are warming up, if you have that that those few minutes to work on those things. Uh, that we worked on in the off season, it'll it'll keep the muscle memory consistent. And it's just like going, it's just, it's just like golf. Like there's so many moving parts when a quarterback steps and throws a football. Um, it's just like swinging a golf club. There's so much room for error. You know, from when you take the uh, the club away from the ball to your backswing and try to bring it back on that same plane to hit the ball straight. Yeah. Same thing, same thing with a quarterback. Stride into his throw, getting the weight to transfer, getting the arm to go back, getting the ball to turn and come back through, and all those things. It's it's a it's a lot of movement. So if you're not thinking about it, you know, it's almost like being on the range. And that's how I kind of equated like, okay. And Jordan's, you know, getting a little bit more into golf this this off season. He's uh, he's still not very good at it, but he's. But I can use some golf analogies um, <laughs> now that he's out there, even trying to swing the club, you know. And it's just um, it, it actually translates, so it's been good. I mean, you hear about it even in the NBA, where a guy like I mean, LeBron couldn't shoot a jumper early in his career. It's like, but you you work at it through the off season and you just grind yes. away at it. I mean, it is it it becomes that muscle memory where. We, we watch him in these preseason games, it just looks a, a hell of a lot more effortless for Jordan to throw a football. I mean, that's what it is, isn't it? It, it definitely is. I mean, his uh, the confidence that he's throwing the ball, like the way he threw the ball last week, the confidence, it, it was different. Yeah. It, it was different. I mean, I saw flashes of it, you know, before, but that was pretty dang consistent. 
Um, you know, I mean, he was uh, when he when he first got out here this offseason, I said, okay, we're going to go through every snap that you played last season from the preseason to the game against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And he was just, you know, he's in my living room and he's just like going, just cringing, like, oh, man, look at that. Oh, just. Was he really? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we're going through every. I said, we're going to go through every clip, and, and this is how you learn, you know. This, yeah. uh, I mean, there's some there's some good stuff, and, and there's there's some bad stuff, you know. But it's the bad stuff where you learn, you learn from it, and, you know, you don't allow it to happen uh, consistently. It's going to happen because it's, you know, it's, it's professional football, and there's guys on the other side of the ball get paid, too, you know, to try to disrupt that, you know, to, to try to keep you from <laughs> making good throws. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a good session. We went through every club. Wow. You know, I'm just like, dude, look at your feet here. Like his feet are pointing like, you know, down the middle of the field. Um, he's stepping down the middle of the field, but he's throwing the ball out to the right outside the numbers. Mm. And I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, twelve can do that. Twelve can make that throw where his feet are like, you know, not even pointing that direction. I said, hey, but me and you, I said, we're human. I said that the, the twelve. He's an alien. He he can do those things. Yeah. Um, I said he, you know, Aaron can do, you know, make those unbelievable throws. I said so. He goes, God, just you know, watching him in practice. Sometimes, you know, I end up trying some of that thing subconsciously. Like I'm not even thinking about, yeah. you know, doing it the way Aaron does. But I see him do it, and I just end up doing it. And I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. We're we're humans. Like you can't do that. You can't make that throw. <laughs> So I'm like, come back, and 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 you got to get your left side, get your feet lined up, and I always, you know, use the analogy of like, hey, you're at one end of the hallway, and your receiver's at the other end, so you always have to step down the hallway to get that receiver the ball. Everything has to be lined up. I like I said, that. You can. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, you're, that's you're a visual home. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's that's the biggest thing I really um, try to do. I don't try to do. That's the one thing I do with my quarterbacks is talk. You know, use visual coaching points that they can see, that they can visually see. Everybody's been at, at in their, their their parents' house or their grandma's house or somebody a friend's house, and you're at one end of the hallway, and you can look down, you know, the other hallway, you know, at the end of the hallway. And you're like, okay, that's how I visually want you to be able to throw the ball. Your receivers at the other end, so you got to get everything lined up. When did you guys watch um, all those clips? Was it like one marathon day that you went through every yeah, single yeah. snap? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> when was that? I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a lot of clips. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's probably, you know, sixty plays. Probably, you know what I mean from the preseason. You know, because then he got hurt. You know, so he, he didn't get a chance to play. That's right. Um, in the second half of that, you know, of that second game, he didn't play the third. So it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot of snaps. Um, but yeah, you know, we we banged it all out. And, uh, you know, I said, hey, so I said, we understand, you know, the mistakes we made from, you know, from last year, let's improve them. So, you know, we created a game plan like, hey, this is what we're going to work on. You know, for example, like flat left foot, getting your, getting your you know, throw the ball down the hallway. Um, and then, you know, talk to him about, you know, using his eyes, keeping his eyes, you know, using the, the, the outside eye. If you're throwing outside, use your left eye, you know, and, you know, to, to help you keep your shoulders and your body in front of the receiver so you can always throw guys open. At the same time, that Chiefs game, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really thought that it was so overblown, the reaction after that, where, I mean, he, he rallied them at the end. That he did he put on some good stuff. You, you listen to Troy Aikman, you, you think that Jordan was the worst quarterback of all time, and <laughs> you listen to some people right. in the... 
the local media without using names. It was the same echo. Um, how did he handle that game, that loss, when it was pretty deafening, the criticism? Yeah, you know, that's kind of been... Uh, uh, that's 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 how the media is. That's how the media is. He understands that he's a professional quarterback. They expect you to go out and not make any mistakes. So they expect you to go out and play exactly like twelve does, and and that's just not realistic. So you hear it, um, and you just use it. I think he uses it as motivation to like, okay, I'm going to show you. Yeah. Absolutely. So and then. He did play in that Detroit game. Did did some good things there too. I mean, that had to help to play. But when he when he gets into the off season, what was your process like for people who don't really know your relationship with with Jordan and and how did you uh, kind of attack it this specific off season as opposed to the prior ones? Um, it's it's pretty. I mean, we we have a blueprint. We have a blueprint that we follow. Um, in the off season and you know we just kind of add things you know a couple of things to it it's not as you don't add a whole lot because i mean playing the quarterback position is 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 pretty uh uh routine or it's it's a routine you have to create um as far as being you know balance and 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 being able to extend your arm towards a target and be able to change the speed on the football to be able to get over a defender um, to a receiver before it gets, you know, in between receivers, whether it's over a back or in front of the safety. So, I mean, you, we, we have this blueprint that we follow it. You know, that's been the, the, the plan ever since I started working with them in high school. Um, so, uh, we just add things to it as far as, okay, um, we're, we're putting a new play or we're going to put this, uh, this new, this new, uh, route, uh, into the offense. So, okay, we got to change our footwork a little bit to, to make those adjustments. But it's always just, just add a little piece at a time. So it's always pretty much the same approach, you know, cause it's like we talked about, it's, it's, uh, it's, a golfer trying to be consistent with the same, you know, the way you set up to the ball, the way you bring the club back, the way you bring it forward, how you finish, that right there never changes. And it's and it's it's a quarterback that can be the most consistent doing it all the time. That's going to have success. When did you see him on, like on the calendar? Like what time of year would this have been? Early March, I would say. Okay. Yeah, early March, I'm thinking. Okay, so he would have known. I mean, I guess Aaron didn't let it drag out all off season this time around. So he kind of he kind of knew mentally. Uh, all right, I'm going to be a backup for a third straight year here through the through the off season with you. Um, right. How did, how is he handling that that weight? You know what I mean? It just um, I mean, this, as a competitor, nobody wants to sit around as a backup for three years in a row, even even if he needed some growth. Yeah, you know, um, I don't think he prepares in the off season um, or during the week that okay, I'm I'm preparing to be a backup. Um, I think he thinks okay, I'm preparing to when I get my opportunity um, to play, I need to be ready. That's if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And I think that's his approach. I know that's his approach. He doesn't say, okay, I'm about to prepare to be Aaron's backup. Yeah. Um, I don't think any competitor thinks like that. It's just like, okay, when I get my opportunity, whether you know, it's preseason or something unfortunate happens to, to Aaron, I'm going to be ready to step in and, and lead the team because that's what they drafted me for. 
maybe that's a side of Jordan Love that people don't really know or appreciate. He's a pretty quiet guy at, at press conferences, it seems, and isn't you know that that competitor maybe bubbling inside isn't isn't bursting out. But you you've seen it. I mean, that is it really burning in him? Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he he wants to be, you know, uh, recognized as one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, um, and so he's working working every day towards that. So when he gets his opportunity, he'll be able to put that on 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 film and uh, and be able to show people like, okay, I've been working. I've never taken a, a off season off or or relaxed. Like, okay, hey, I made it to the NFL. It's just like, okay, it starts all over. It's like you're you're a newborn again. So you have to learn how to crawl and you have to learn how to walk and, you know, um, it's that whole process that he, he grinds at. I know he does that every day. You can see the traits too. I mean, you can see the the reasons why this kid was drafted in the first round. I mean, the, the athleticism, Correct. the big arm and I mean, uh, is, is it almost like now, now that he's kind of you know, addressed some of the problems that he had, whether it's footwork or... His, his eyes and all that. Now, now, now that those gifts can kind of bu- bubble to the surface too, right? Like now, now what yeah. makes him different can can be the difference. You you can you can see it. I mean, I, I thought. I mean, he really looked like a high level NFL quarterback last week, and I don't care if people say, "Oh, it's just preseason." No one, uh, the starters wasn't in there, and they wasn't bringing a bunch of exotic blitzes. You still have to drop back. People are trying to tackle you, and you still have to make the throw. Yeah. And those are still some of the best players in the world. This is the best league in the world. You still have to do it. Um, so, I mean, you really saw some 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 consistent flashes of like, okay, that's why we chose him in the first round. I mean, which which one impressed you the most? Which play? <sighs> that throw to the left sideline. Um, there, I mean, there was a few. I mean, everything that the ones you sent me, I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, wow. You're like, man, those incompletes. Were <laughs> the one in the end zone, broke. like, yeah. I'm like, holy smoke. Um, and, and that's you know, it's funny. I didn't get a chance to see the game, and then you send that to me because I always get a chance. You know, I was, I was, I was at the Chiefs and the Commanders game last weekend in KC, and so I didn't get a chance to see the game, and, uh, but, uh, you know, you, you sent it to me, and then I got a chance to go back and rewatch it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, okay, that, that's, that's awesome to see, it's, it's really, I'm excited for him that he has that confidence um, going into the season. He does, he does, it's, uh, man, I can't wait to see him do the real thing. I guess he's just kind of on Aaron's time, Green Bay's time. But, you know, yeah. it seems like you're pretty tight with the Packers yourself. What's that relationship like? And what what's their belief in Jordan right now from what you can tell? <laughs> well, my, my relationship is, is, is with, you know, with the Packer organization is uh, I don't have – that Rock and A call up you know, coach the floor. Um, I just, you know, remember I, I ran into him at the combine and, and I said, Hey coach, you know, I'm Steve Calhoun. He goes, Oh, okay, it's good to put the the, the face with the name. You know, I know that Jordan works with you in the off season and I just talked to him about, you know, anything that you see in practice that you want to address in the off season, um, you know, let me know. Um 
and I will be, you know, sending you film of his workout so you can critique it. And, you know, we're all on the same page. We're all in the boat. We're in the same direction. We all want success, not only for Jordan, but we want success for the organization. So that was my, you know, my only conversation with, with Coach LaFleur. But, um, but yeah, I mean, but I have so, I mean, you know, Aaron Jones is like my nephew. You know, him and my son are best friends because they both what? played. Yeah, they yeah. played together in college. Yeah, so I mean, you know, uh, Aaron and Aaron and Alvin, they call me Uncle Steve, you know, because I was tight. I was tight with uh, with their dad. Um, oh my God! You know, um, and then um, uh, Robert, uh, Rob, uh, um, God, I can't even think of the tight end. Um, Tony five. God, I can Rob, yeah. So Rob Tommy, I've known Rob since college when he was a, a quarterback at Indiana State. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so I've been training him since then, ever since he, you know, he came out with, you know, Detroit. So I, I know him. I know Tyler Davis, uh, the other tight end, number eighty four. You know, I trained him when he came out of college. So it's it's good. Hey, I talked to Jordan. Hey, how's it going? Then? And then I call Aaron, I call Rob, I call Tyler. Hey, like, well, what else are you guys seeing? You know what I mean? Because uh, they all have different pers- perspectives on on how Jordan's doing. Um, so it's it's um, it's good to be able to get that update, not only from Jordan but also from those guys as well. Yeah, it sounds like it's been a day to day progression. You know, even in camp, that he he's been playing well. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for him. I'm happy that uh, you know he's having some success, and he can kind of you know quiet the, the uh, 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 quiet the noise at least for one more week. You, know, <laughs> you, you, you only can quiet the noise just for one week until you play your next game. And then, you know you throw a bad ball, you throw a pick, and they're just like, oh, he sucks. Hey, they should have drafted. He should be an undrafted free agent. You know that type deal. So you just quiet him from week to week to week. But you know I know he's putting in the work uh, every every day. You know, to uh, to be a consistent quarterback, you know, for the Packers. How great can he be? I mean, really, when you when you envision his his future, when you're looking in that crystal ball, you know him, his game, his drive. Um, maybe most importantly, better than anybody. God, how how great can Jordan Love be? I, I think uh, his ceiling is really really high. I think he can be, um, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, he doesn't have any wear and tear on his body. Um, he's almost in the situation like uh, Aaron, where you know Aaron had to sit behind Brett Favre for a couple of years, and and then and now he's played with thirteen. Yeah. You know, I, I see uh, Jordan uh, doing the same thing and having that that type of success. You know, and and you can't. You know, the biggest thing about quarterbacks or any position in the NFL, I think it comes down to live game reps. Yeah, that's where you really gain your confidence and you really understand how to play the position is through live reps you can't you know you can't simulate that in practice as hard as you you know coaches try to do it um you know even myself you know i try to you know create a, a atmosphere or something like that or a game situation you know uh out here when we're in off season but you, you can't you can't so it's only through those live reps that you can really start to take your game to the next level exactly you learn by doing i mean you can only you can only sit and watch so much like you just got to get out there and do it that's it man that is it all right everyone thank you so much for listening to my conversation with steve calhoun 
of armed and dangerous football. He has coached quarterbacks for two decades. Just phenomenal insight there on Jordan Love and where Love is in his progression. I think we all kind of are so used to these quarterbacks as rookies just setting the league on fire that, hey, we forget maybe it takes a few years to really turn that corner. And if he does really turn that corner with that arm, with that athleticism, Packers may be able to just transition as smoothly as they hoped all along. We'll see. We'll see. They hope they don't see him for a bit. Aaron Rodgers is uh, still the quarterback as long as Aaron Rodgers wants to be that quarterback. Um, but hey, th- thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check out our columns on Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, on Von Miller and the Buffalo Bills, be- this being a Super Bowl or bust type of season for those Bills, and so much more over at golongtd.com. Would love to have you join our community over there. A ton planned for September with the start of the 2020 NFL, 2022 NFL season. I hope you'll check it out. Thanks so much, everyone.